बिजनेस न्यूज इंटरनेशनल स्पोर्ट्स एंड एंटरटेनमेंट न्यूज शोबेज We'll be coming out of Atlanta's bulletin. The news will be read by Awintemi Akansuku. Now the details: James Dechukwasing, the re-elected member of Parliament for the Asin North constituency in the just ended by election, has taken a dig at the governing New Patriotic Party following his victory at the end of the by election on June 27, 2023. Mr. Kwasing pulled 17,245 votes, representing 57.56% of the total vote cast, to beat Charles Opoku of the New Patriotic Party (NPP) and Dennis Enyinam Sefenu of the Liberal Party of Ghana. Charles Opoku pulled 12,630 votes, representing 42.15% of the total vote cast in the hotly contested by election while the LPG's Dennis Enyinam pulled a paltry 87 votes representing 0.29%. He assured that his constituents would have a fair share of the national cake. Highlighting the court's ruling against him, Mr. Kwasing said although he was unfairly treated, he still believes in the rule of law. The Assembly seat became vacant after the Supreme Court ordered Parliament to expunge Jeche Kwasing's name from its record in a ruling on May 17. The Supreme Court ruled that Mr. Kwasing was not qualified to contest the 2020 parliamentary election in the Assembly North constituency at the time he filed his nomination form on October 9. 2020 Now in other stories Parliament's Mines and Energy Committee has appealed to government to settle its debt to the independent power producers IPPs to prevent a looming power crisis Government currently owes 1.73 billion cedis the IPPs are demanding a 30% payment or they will shut down their plant on June 13 After meeting the IPP's Monday ranking member of the Mines and Energy Committee, John Jinapo says government must pull all strings to settle up. According to him, the committee has impressed on the IPPs to exercise restraint to allow for an amicable resolution. He further questioned what the manager wanted from the Electricity Company of Ghana ECG Revenue Mobilization Drive was channeled into now moving to other stories each celebrant in akrasi prices of livestock have skyrocketed astronomically making it difficult for them to celebrate today's eid ido adha also known as feast of sacrifice is an islamic festival that celebrates the obedience of ibrahim to sacrifice his son ishmael to god on his command some celebrants and sellers in separate interview with the media said that things are extremely expensive now so they could hardly buy or sell anything 
for the celebration. Esela said the people were not buying because there was no money in the system. He added that this was not the situation last year. Another salesman said that he could not buy any animal because the prices on the markets were way above his budget. He stated that items are extremely expensive this year, so we are unable to buy. Now, moving to other stories, the Upper East Regional Public Health Emergency Management Committee, PHEMC, says animals vaccinated with certified anthrax vaccines before June 2020-23 are allowed to be slaughtered for consumption. It however noted that such animals should be slaughtered under strict supervision by veterinary and environmental health officers, preferably at designated slaughterhouses or places certified by veterinary officers. This was a statement signed by Alhaji Abubakar Inosa, the chief director of the Regional Coordinating Council, on behalf of Mr. Stephen Yakubu, the regional minister and chair of the PHEMC. The statement said the committee, after extensive deliberation, unanimously agreed upon the advice of its technical experts at an emergency meeting to review the anthrax outbreak situation in the region. The PHEMC in the statement reinforced the ban on movement of animals, sale, consumption of meat and milk products and slaughtering of animals vaccinated after the stated days to check the spread of the anthrax outbreak. The ban applied to cattle, sheep, goats, pigs and donkeys. However, the committee noted that animals from neighboring countries Burkina Faso, Togo, and Niger were allowed to pass through the region after certification by veterinary officers at the various points of entry to the region. Now, moving to business, Africa has repositioned itself in readiness to welcome car manufacturers to bolster its own supply and boost its perspective for regional trade as the rest of the world is confronted with economic development headwinds. Mr. Katie Hammond, the Minister of Trade and Industry, said besides Ghana, other African countries, including Kenya, Nigeria, and Rwanda, had emerged as new automotive manufacturing hubs in addition to the traditional ones of Morocco, South Africa, and Egypt. The minister was speaking at the maiden edition of the Ghana Automotive Summit 2023 and the inauguration of the Automobile Assemblers Association of Ghana on the theme creating a new economic backbone for Ghana and the sub-region in Accra. The summit brought together leading experts and industry professionals in the sector to discuss the latest trends, challenges and opportunities in the automobile industry. The AAAG membership include Volkswagen Ghana, Japan Motors, Rana Motors, Kantanka Automobile, Silver Star Ghana, and Stallion Group Toyota to show Ghana, with associate members being Toyota Ghana and CFAO Motors Ghana. The minister said Africa acknowledged its diverse wealth of natural resources, its dedicated and hardworking labor market, an increasing population, as well as an educated and tech-survey middle class. He said the continent could no longer accept the dumping of an overused and aged vehicle on its market as a 
normal way of doing business in the automotive market. He said to attract further investment for the development of an integrated automotive industry and to harness the multiplier effect in developing the industry, the government had developed a component and parts manufacturing policy. The policy is to enhance local content and the localization of spare parts for the aftermarket and ultimately component supplies for vehicle assemblers. Now moving to sports, in the upcoming Ghana Football Association GFA elections, aspiring candidates such as Quetzalcoatl, George Freire, and Kojo Yanka, along with other potential contenders for the presidency, may need to allocate 50,000 cities each as a nomination fee if the proposal is approved by Congress. The GFA recently issued a statement dated 24th June, signed by General Secretary Prosper Harrison Addo, recommending a substantial increase in the nomination fee for the presidential candidates. The proposed fee of 50,000 Ghana cities marks a significant surge of 900% from the 5,000 Ghana cities charged during the previous elections in 2019. Citing the mounting expenses associated with conducting the elections, including logistics, transportation, and accommodation, Ghana's football governing body justified the need for the proposed fee increment. These calls have uh, evidently escalated since the previous elections prompting the gfa to propose a higher nomination fee for the upcoming event another nomination fee proposal aspirants for the executive council and regional football association IFA chairman face paying 15,000 Ghana cities and 10,000 Ghana cities respectively from the 22,500 Ghana cities they paid four years ago. Aspirant for the RFA slot for the Executive Council, RFA Executive Council, District Chairman and District Executive Council could be charged 5,000 Ghana cities and 2,000 Ghana cities, 1,000 Ghana cities and 500 Ghana cities respectively. Female aspirants are expected to pay 50% of the fee. The final decision on the proposed fee adjustment rests with Congress, which is scheduled to convey at the Great Hall of the Kwame Nkrumah University of Science and Technology on Monday, 10th July 2023. Congress members will deliberate on the matter and either approve or reject the new figure, taking into account the GFA's rationale and the financial implication for potential candidates. As the GFA presidential race intensifies, candidates and stakeholders eagerly await the outcome of Congress decision, which would have significant implication for the upcoming elections. Now moving to showbiz, the Ghanaian rapper and singer Kamido, maker of the hit 2022 single Sugarcane, opens up about PTSD in his new body of work called Love is the answer. This really means a lot to me. I've been working on it for about two years and these songs are talking about stuff I've been dealing with, especially track one. 
PTSD, Camilo said. Camilo 29 added that it is about the authenticity and getting people on his side. If they see that you are human, then when you make a mistake, they will cut you some slag, he said. He also has another important message in his music that people should embrace their natural beauty. He said this was the inspiration for his song, Brown Skin Girl, which is in collaboration with Stoneboy. I've been preaching about people accepting themselves for who they are. Our women, African women, accepting themselves for who they are, he indicated. And that's it with the Midland News on Ghana Talks Radio. Log on to www.ghanatalksradio.com for more of these stories and join us. 4 p.m. with the evening bulletin. The news was read by Awintele Akansukum and I say thanks so much for making time. Have a good afternoon.